Good morning. We have a very powerful gospel reading today. We've got to know a little bit of history to really understand it, though. King Solomon constructed the first Jewish temple nearly a thousand years before Jesus' birth. And as is often the case in human history, invaders came, and in this case it was the Babylonians, who destroyed the temple 400 years later as the Israelites were being sent into exile. When they returned from captivity, the remnant of Israel rebuilt the temple. And this is where Jesus spent much of his time when he was in Jerusalem. Only the chief priests entered the temple itself. However, the building was surrounded by a series of courtyards where Jews, would, like Jesus, would pray. As a rabbi, he also taught there on those, in those courtyards and porticos. And as he sat in one of the outer temple courtyards today, Jesus saw a poor widow making a contribution. Historians tell us that there were large trumpet-shaped receptacles into which people placed their offerings on the outer wall of the temple treasury. Coins would rattle down a horn and fall through into a safe box beneath. And it was like a noisy night deposit box, if you will. So contributors could make a quite a show of it if they wanted, making large coin offerings at optimal times of the day, drawing attention to themselves by the clanging of the coins going down into the treasury trumpet. By contrast, the small offering of the widow wouldn't have been large, uh, made a large noise at all. It would be ignored by, by most. Yes, Jesus draws our attention to her largely anonymous gift to God. The church fathers teach that it is not the amount of the gift that pleases God, rather it is the loving disposition of our hearts that in the end impresses him. So when a rich man, which let's face it, by today's worldly standards we are all rich, given of his time and his talent and treasure, if a small percentage of his wealth then it's accounted for less than a poor man who, although he gave a small amount, has given a larger percentage of what he has. So it is the magnanimity, the greatness of the woman's heart that surpasses others of greater means as she lovingly gave all that she had, as the scriptures tell us. Again, St. John Chrysostom put it best when he said, God is not impressed by the size of the gifts, but the greatness of the affection with which it is offered. Let's be clear, Jesus isn't exalting this woman because she emptied her bank account. He isn't romanticizing being poor either. You know, just yesterday, our parish helped 400 families, over 400 families, in our Thanksgiving food drive. I don't think any of them takes delight and taking a food box, and they aren't proud that they can't sometimes afford to pay their bills. The widow was poor because she was a widow. She was completely dependent on her male relatives for her livelihood. And to be widowed meant not only missing a spouse, but losing the one whom you were totally dependent financially. And with the coins or without the coins, the widow was still seen as a dependent person. Yet she was rich in God's love and God's mercy. I think it's important 
to also remember that Jesus never condemns the rich, but simply says that they will find it difficult to enter the kingdom, perhaps because prosperity often lures us away from God and his will and the happiness that he extends. What matters is not how many resources we have, but how much of it will be used to relieve stuff like suffering and the poverty of others? Will our resources be used to make the world a better place? Will it be used to feed the hungry, clothe the naked, provide for the homeless and the poor? Will it be used to build up a culture of life? Are we obsessive about money, thinking about it all the time? Or are we dependent upon God who truly, in the end, will make us rich in eternal life? So the widow tossed her only signs of independence into the collection basket, maintaining her complete dependence upon God and neighbor. She was a steward, not an owner of her meager possessions. All of it belonged to God, and she saw it that way. It seems scary to us today, but when I reflect on this story, for some reason I see her smiling with perhaps even a toothless smile and tattered old clothing. She is smiling because she has found a tremendous blessing called detachment. Detachment from the things of this world so that she can focus and make a return to the God of the universe for his many gifts. Thanking him, not only for when times were abundant, but also when she had nothing from this earth, but everything in eternity.